0: It's time to dive into the latest news and updates from the Vegas Golden Knights. This is Nighttime at Noon on Fox Sports Las Vegas. A lot happening in and around the VGK world this week. Four games coming up, uh, three of them at home, sandwiched around Thanksgiving. Uh, We're looking forward to Gold Friday, Silver Saturday, and we'll get to it all as we bring you inside Studio 31 at City National Arena. Darren Millard along with the Olympian, Darren Elliott, who is ready to rock and roll. The VGK up against the Vancouver Canucks tonight, the last of the Pacific Division opponents that uh, Bruce Cassidy will get to see this year. Uh, It is... 14-4-1 14-4-1 four to kick off the campaign, 4-2-1 and one inside the Pacific Division, and on top of the loop, it's been pretty good.
1: It has, and it's been a point of emphasis for, for Bruce Cassie to, to kind of gauge where he is in terms of the competition and division because wasn't that familiar with it coming in. So um, from, from the beginning, he's always said it, it's good to get a, a gauge of where you are Early in the season against the competition, you're going to have to beat out to make the playoffs.
0: Looking forward to this weekend, of course, a reverse retro (laughs) launch at T-Mobile against the Vancouver Canucks. So a a quick uh, Mm -hmm. home at home with uh, Bruce Boudreaux's team. We'll get into the reverse retro side of what you will experience if you're going to that game uh, against the Vancouver Canucks. Tyler Ferraro is going to be uh, with us in just a little bit to set the scene for you at the Fortress. We'll also chat with Gary Lawless from Vancouver after the morning skate with the Golden Knights up against the Vancouver Canucks. They've dominated Vancouver, but have dropped the last two. So I'm not sure where you're at with this matchup
1: well if you go back to last year it cost them you know it was really a matter of the special teams right it was they lost that badly um and and they lost two games when they're trying to make the playoffs that uh, just didn't help their cause down the stretch
0: Vancouver's another team like Edmonton. So I think it's good that they're playing on the consecutive games because you've got a team in Vancouver that uh, follows the script of the Oilers that leans on two players big time.
1: Yeah, and they really lean on their their power play, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, not unlike Edmonton, and they're not very good in the penalty kill. Like Edmonton. (laughs) Right. Um, And they haven't gotten great goaltending um, to date, but they've won a couple of games, Um, and – They're dangerous. They they have Quinn Hughes, who hasn't on the the back end, who no goals but 16 assists. Uh, He kind of fueled eight of them on the power play. Um, And and Bo Horvat has become a revelation as a net front guy, bumper guy, guy in front of the net. Um, He's got uh, six power play goals of his 14. Always been a credible player. Um, I didn't say incredible, credible player. But now he's a power play guy, and he's scoring at at a – you know, record clip for him. What do you
0: take of Vegas' game against the Oilers on Saturday?
1: Boy, I, I you know, they, they went into uh, the previous game against uh, the Coyotes and wanted to get back uh, drilled down on their defensive details. Um, and it's one thing to do it against Arizona. It's another thing entirely to do it on the road against Edmonton. 22 shots on goal against in, in 60 minutes of, of regulation hockey. Five on five, they dominated. I, I think you had to be really happy with that game from a defensive standpoint. That's that's what I remember, and that's what I expect him to take into to Vancouver as well. Probably as a
0: coach, the happiest that you can be <laughs> not walking out with two points.
1: Yeah, especially since the the game-winning goal was, you know, we saw Eichel get the edge, right, on Shifley against Winnipeg yeah. and make a fantastic play at the net. Well, Petrangelo gaps up in the neutral zone. He's like, piff, you know, Conor McDavid – Stick is out of the way. He gets the edge. There's not much you can do. Like I said I, you know, at the time, in the post-game show, 20 years ago, somebody's coming across to play a physical play. We don't do that anymore. Everybody plays sticks, which is fine, um, except not for Connor McDavid. He's too quick. He's too fast, too skilled. Score a great goal against you. Um, and you just have to kind of tip your hat to him and go, okay, we got a point.
0: Is there not as much physical play in three-on-three three because you're always looking to go the other way? Well, you, you don't want to throw that hit because it takes you out, out of an opportunity to counter?
1: And it might take you out mm. entirely, right? Oh, right. And, and that's the same reason why defensively it's with your feet, with your stick, with your reach. You don't you don't hit, stick, and pin anymore. Mm. You know, those kinds of concepts have of, of long passed away for a good reason. That's why you're allowed to have smaller defensemen that move their feet can be effective in this league where, you know, it was like a couple guys in the entire league um, per year. Now there's, you know, one or two guys maybe per team um, that that fit that bill.
0: Number one against number two on the 2015 National Hockey League draft, McDavid with a couple of points, including the game-winning goal, and Jack Eichel counters with an assist. Uh, It was fun to track that throughout the night.
1: (laughs) It was. It was a good play on the tying goal, too, by Eichel. Um, I mean, you got to have ice and veins, confidence, call it what you will, um, when, when you're talking about uh, a guy that can knock the puck down at the blue line, hold it, wait, and not be afraid it's going to get poked and go the other way uh, and have an odd man rush the other way. Then he's able to find Shea Theodore filling a the lane, who finds Mark Stone, and they, and they get the tying goal. The matchup, uh, Bruce Cassidy tried to bait uh, Coach Woodcroft and in Edmonton into a – one-on-one, head-to-head, top line versus top line. Woody, having none of it, he doesn't do that very often. Uh, Eichel's line uh, played against other lines, uh, whereas the McDavid line spent most of their matchups five-on-five against our, quote-unquote, third line, but it might be the fourth line.
0: Because of the last change, that's an advantage to for, do for Edmonton. Yeah, the
1: yeah. home team can do that. And and I get what Bruce Cassidy, he, he likes that. He's always liked that. You know, he had Patrice Bergeron, best defensive uh, forward year after year after year on your top line. So he doesn't mind going top line to top line. He actually prefers it. And he's very comfortable with Jack Eichel, which speaks volumes to how far he's come defensively. But it didn't happen the way everybody hoped it would, that it would be a classic head-to-head matchup one-on-one and even when the game, game-winning game goal, right? Eichel's not on the ice. You know, one guy that can stay with him, Stevenson was. But you've got... The reason was McDavid just wasn't coming off the ice. Took an extended shift. Minute 20. He wasn't coming off the ice. And so you couldn't even change into a matchup if you wanted to.
0: You've got a top-heavy team in Edmonton, now a top-heavy team in Vancouver, at least when it comes to production. Right. That would cause problems for a lot of teams. With Vegas, does it bother them because of the Jack Eichel, who's come so far defensively, and we've heard Bruce Cassidy rave about his game away from the puck. And then uh, William Carlson and the Misfits.
1: And the quote-unquote fourth line. Right. When Waa's in there, when he's healthy. Um, we think there might be a lineup change tonight. We'll have to wait and see. But, you know, you, you've got three lines uh, and that, that fourth line with Kolasar and Carrier and whoever centers it, but particularly uh, with Waa in the middle. They start a lot of games. So a lot of teams will say, well, we can do that. We'll start our top line. They're okay with at least three lines matching up against anybody's top line. So that's a huge advantage.
0: They don't mind them going against anybody. Correct. Correct. And that's why they would start uh, home or on the road, whether you get a last change or not. Uh, From a defensive aspect, uh, boy, it's talk about being comfortable uh, again uh, going against Connor McDavid and uh, Leon Dreisidel and, and that group uh, they were able to really be in their element
1: they were and I think you know we'll talk about it tonight in the pregame show if you're if you're going to play Vancouver just you can't you can't give up space in the neutral zone and Vancouver loves to stretch it I mean yep. that, that that's what they do um, Elias Petterson is really good five on five in the open ice setting up plays that way. Um, They're not a grinding kind of a team, and neither necessarily are the Oilers. So, hey, uh, you have to think they might be thought of differently in terms of where they are in the standings and and where they ended up last year. But two potent offenses that can get things going quickly, I I think it's going to be a really good test And I think, like you said, uh, the coach is really happy with where they are going into Vancouver coming out of Edmonton. And
0: Bruce Boudreaux goes uh, on the Vancouver side. Nobody's had more success against Vegas as a head coach than Bruce Boudreaux. Uh, That's what the stats say. All-time head-to-head. Overall this year, it's been a real challenge for Bruce. There was a lot of talk that there may be a switch. If they had lost the last game against L.A., they were able to pull that one out. How
1: intense do you think the environment is in Vancouver? Very. I mean, you know Boudreau. Here's two of the best, most successful coaches, top five all time, with coaches have coached over 500 games in terms of winning, Cassidy versus Boudreau. Boudreau versus uh, Vegas, as you mentioned, he's been able to get through them and to them. So, you know, when I look at what's going on in Vancouver, you know, he has the gallows humor. I guess I lived a, another day after that, the win. That's
0: way he started his press conference. I,
1: exactly. Night. That's it, that's how tense it is there. It, it's not really fair to him or the team. Um, don't know what management's trying to accomplish by stalling. Um, but all I know is he's a heck of a coach. He's creative. He does it his way. And typically his teams respond.
0: You don't want to pile on, and we're not bringing that up, uh to have any type of uh, enjoyment in somebody being no under pressure, but from a Golden Knights perspective, and that is a that can be a toxic environment in Vancouver when things aren't going well, <laughs> and inside that arena, if you got any type of early lead, the oh, way yeah. Vegas has been able to do this year, you can turn that arena upside down.
1: You you can. They started zero five and two. So there's where all the vitriol start. You know, Bruce came in and got them almost to the playoffs last year. Then it didn't start well. Um, and so everybody's looking for why isn't it. Look, that, historically, Winnipeg and Vancouver, notorious not great locker rooms. So it, it's, it's, a, it, it's a tenuous build in terms of the roster construction. Never mind that their defense isn't great defensively or as a team. Again, they, they've never bought into playing together that I've seen. Um, so, yeah, if you can get up – and that's been one of the strengths of, of the Golden Knights, scoring
0: well, – often scoring early. And Vancouver, too, has been able to get leads. They're one of the highest-scoring first-period teams. They just can't hold them. <laughs> okay, they, they, right. they blew them in that five-game road trip to start the season. It right. was blown lead after blown lead. Uh, but if you can somehow match them or, or get that unruliness out of yeah. the crowd.
1: Oh, yeah. You, you can turn it not just to being quiet. Mm-hmm. They can turn on – the home team quickly.
0: Uh, I'm not out for any type of bloodletting at all. I don't. I don't want craziness uh, in the <laughs> ring. I experienced that in Vancouver in 2011. That was not fun uh, after the Stanley Cup final. Uh, Vancouver takes on the Golden Knights tonight. You've got 14-4 and four, one against three or six nine and three. So it's a lopsided uh, matchup. I, I think Logan Thompson goes back in tonight. You'd expect him to go.
1: Yeah, I, I would expect him to go. He's again. There's nothing. What can you say about his play? It's been impeccable. It's been outstanding. Um, he, he, he kind of got righted along with everybody else in terms of getting back to uh, goals against under three uh, against Arizona, just giving up the one goal. Um, so uh, that, that's what you're looking for here, uh, two or less, and you should win the game going away.
0: You played in the National Hockey mm-hmm. League. When did you feel comfortable at that level? Never. The 30th start tonight for Logan Thompson's career.
1: He's been able to, to, to do something that everybody – Strives for. Take advantage of a situation and get multiple starts in succession or be in there as the lead guy, even though we can't call him the number one. Um, so, you know, if, if you relate it back, to, I was always trying to find that game and establish myself at the same time, having spent zero time in the American League. He went to the American League, won the award, went back to start the second time. It's like, I'm doing it again. So he felt comfortable with his game, and then translated. He did a great job last year. Came in with full of confidence, and has backed it up with better play, more consistent play this season. So he should be comfortable. Um, like I said, I, I, I wouldn't say I felt real comfortable ever. Like I was established. Well, you said never. I was always chasing. I was so, chasing. <laughs> yeah, is that why?
0: Yeah, because you weren't uh, on an established team with.
1: Yeah, and, you know, like I had I had won. Uh, I think I won twenty five games total. And in one stretch, I won five straight games. And it didn't lead to 10 or 12 starts mm. or 10 out of 12. It just was like, okay, that was a good run. That's it. It was. It I blame was... the coaching. That's what I do. <laughs> no. They couldn't see the, no, uh, I, I the needed future to take, in you. No, it's a difference. If Maybe you think that at the time, if you're immature like I probably was. All those years later, the difference is if I would have – Taking advantage, more advantage of the games in front of me, not worried about the games I wasn't playing, worried about the games I was playing, could be a different outcome. They gave me plenty of time. we
0: got something special coming up in segment number two. We're going nice. to talk about the launch of the reverse retro, the first time the Golden Knights will wear those sweaters. That's coming up on Saturday, but there's an add-on part of it that everybody in the arena is going to experience, including gifts We've got gifts. We've got News gifts. Of gifts. Uh, one of the best rivalries in all the sports is coming to the Dollar Loan Center in Henderson on December 15th. The U.S. and the Canadian national women's hockey teams have battled on Olympic and world championship stages for decades. And now they're in the valley, middle of next month. Visit com to get tickets to see the best in the world. Battle on December 15th. We had Megan Bozak uh, for a couple of shows. Uh, one of the best in the world on the defensive side. Uh, she talked it up. She was part of the USA Hockey's a uh, long-time national women's team. Two Olympic uh, silver medals. And she said you can't get anything better than Canada versus USA in the women's hockey scene. And we agree with that. Uh, USA leads the best of five series. Three games to none after another win last night in Seattle. Tyler Ferrero coming up. Gifts. And in arena news about Saturday's big reverse retro launch on nighttime at noon. Coming up. We're back to nighttime at noon on your home for the Vegas oh, Golden right Night. Fox Sports oh. Las Vegas. Hello, we are back at uh, nighttime at noon, Studio 31. This is awesome stuff. Uh, a three-person panel in the Studio 31 environment. Darren Millard along with Darren Elliot and Tyler Ferrero, you are the Senior Manager of Entertainment Experience. Explain that title.
2: Well, first off, sorry I didn't get the Darren memo. <laughs> I
0: apologize about yeah. Too late to change. If you want to call yourself a Darren, you have to spell it with a Y <laughs> or an b- I. B- there we b- go. B- like, b- easy b- names in, be, name be yeah. 3D, <laughs> all kinds of stuff.
2: Um, thank you. Yeah, so uh, Senior Manager of Entertainment Experience over here. Um, I've been with the team since year one and essentially just kind of help put on the show with uh, the best in the business. Um, calling and scripting the shows and and making sure all the cool elements are are working properly with a phenomenal team over there at, uh, at City National Arena. It's a lot of fun. Do you decide who does the siren? Uh, our, we have a team that just come kind on. Say it's, of, you. It's, it's not me. It's not me. <laughs> I'm
0: trying to get Darren to do the siren one. Oh, you'd be so, great. Yeah, I think so. I'm left. So I need though. to know who to talk to to do the siren. You can talk to us. We're we'll, trying we'll, to get me a we'll schedule. It. There, yeah. If I if I can get rid of him and do more shows by myself, it'd be uh, it'd be really good. So, uh, Tyler, we got the big reverse retro launch as far as wearing them in a game coming up on Saturday right. against the Vancouver Canucks. Uh. Because a lot of teams are wearing them, mm-hmm. but it's okay. That's cool. The Philadelphia Flyers had the the Alls for warm up, and there's different aspects. What will we see from your team, right? That adds on to it on Saturday.
2: Yeah. Well, I, we're looking at the looking at them right now. I think just first off, it's a phenomenal. Thank you and and congratulations to our, our marketing and design team, Brady and his group, for designing, helping design these and and making them so cool and unique and giving us and the organization a real playground to be able to play with
0: platform. It's a,
2: it's a real platform. Um, no, no stone was left unturned with this and and we get to have a lot of fun with it. So on our side on the entertainment side, uh, I can say that it's going to be a totally unique and different open. Um, Oh really? Compared compared to what we we're doing now. Um, it's going to be highly reflective of the jersey itself. And oh, I get it reflective. Oh, I see, see, I, see, I stuck that, that in there, there didn't I? <laughs> stuck it in there. Um, it's going to mirror kind of the vibe that the jersey kind of gives off and enhance some of the elements and almost give whys to why the jersey is this way, that way, just based into the lore of our opens and everything cool. like that. Um, it's going to be blurring the line a little bit between What's real and what's not? I'll keep I'll keep that as vague as possible.
0: <laughs> I've been there before. <laughs>
2: uh, it's going to be really cool. I think uh, we're actually shooting it tonight, so we have a quick, tight Ooh. turnaround. Uh, but yeah, it's going to be it's going to be awesome.
1: Can you tell
0: local. us where or would you rather keep that a secret? Got to keep got okay. yep, it. That's got to keep it
1: keep it close just, to the vest. Let, yeah. let, let me ask you. Like you, you, we've seen the work. It's been you know, like, industry leading in standard setting. Thank you. How much fun? Is that creative process? I know there's the work. <sighs> yeah. But because you know, showbiz looks really, yeah. you know, glitzy. But there's a lot of downtime and wait time. How much fun though is it to see the final product for you guys?
2: It, it is. It's really, really, really cool. Uh, what's cool for all of us is we do these videos, and it could be an open, or it could be a simple edit, or something like that. And immediately we get instant gratification based on the, how the audience reacts to it, right. right? And immediately we can take those reactions and say, Oh, the audience really liked this. Let's lean a little bit more into this. They didn't like this. Let's lean away from this a little bit. Uh and we've taken some of those thoughts and notes as well and kind of put it into the open that we have coming up. Uh and uh I think you guys are gonna like it. I think it's gonna be really cool. I'm just really excited. I tried. About I it. tried to get it out of a stage here. Okay. <laughs> yeah come on. Come on. I can't tell you everything. I can't tell you everything. Blah
0: almost all of it. So we yeah. get an audience for competing against the World Cup of soccer right. Now. I know, like, I know. Come on. Like, <laughs> get, like give uh, the people something here.
2: I did uh, Andrew Abrams, our yeah. VP of entertainment, did give uh, me approval to say that the Golden Knight himself might look a little bit different. Oh, is that right? Yeah. So he might have something kind of going on with his situation. Does he get
0: crusty?
1: That's that no. around all
2: the time?
0: No,
1: no, no.
2: he's good. He's awesome.
0: He's always banging that thing.
2: It looks yeah. like he might be trying to, to
0: to rattle your cage a little bit. Like no, no, he he gets good. in the he gets in the crowd's faces a little bit. Yeah, but yeah, he's he's great. Uh, Golden Knights is going to possibly be looking a little different. Uh, yep. Tyler Ferrero is here, the senior manager of in-game uh, entertainment experience. Can we come up with a title that rolls off the tongue a little bit for the next time that you're on the program? Can I work with you on that? Uh, yeah, we can like brainstorm. We, you're a creative guy. Schedule a brainstorm. We'll get something okay. out. Yeah. Uh, Schedule a brainstorm. <laughs> if, something <laughs> that we never say <laughs> for our shows. We call it a conversation.
1: <laughs> we call it getting coffee. Uh,
0: you have the challenge of or the opportunity with this, yeah. this sweater to be able to go a lot of different places. I have my reverse retro authentic sweater on in the stands on Saturday night. Will I glow? That is the plan.
2: Yeah. Where where are your reverse retros on Saturday? You'll kind of become part of the show a little bit is kind of our vibe. Um, It's a big, again, like it's really cool what uh, the marketing and, and graphic team kind of came up with and. We're in this golden age Is our big thing And right. we have this black jersey So we're kind of playing with You know The the dark age black gold Golden age Kind of vibe Right So uh, there's a lot of fun We get to have with that And obviously Tying it back to Vegas in 1995 With the Stardust And Excalibur font Logos yeah. and everything like that And the glitz and glam And shining lights And everything we, We're really trying to Bring that out In, uh, in what we're doing for, for Saturday
0: I think the warm up In the dark Would be great Because that would Throw <laughs> Vancouver off entirely
1: It would It Glow-pops. would We'll get glow pucks.
2: <laughs> we'll see. I'll see if we can get uh, NHL approval. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll let up. you know for, for the pregame warm-up. What,
1: what about, uh, I got to, like, longer term, because I know I've got my uh, first, re- right, reverse, yeah. mm-hmm. retro. The red one. Yeah, the red one. I loved that jersey yeah. as well. But it was like a one and done. Yep. So that's league-wide. That's what happened. It's league-wide, Same yeah. Thing? Yeah,
2: so luckily for us, uh, and I don't know who kind of decided, maybe – Tosi and and our communications team or, or something, but Eric Tosi our boss, our big the big guy, big boss. Yeah. Big boss. Um, we're using them eight times, which is super cool. Uh, other teams, I think, have only doing them like two or three. Some times. are wearing them twice, yeah, twice, some right? Should so do it less than that. <laughs> so for some teams, I think it's a checkbox, right? The yeah. Adidas said, "Here's your jersey, wear it a couple times." We kind of went the extra mile yep. and
0: said, "You embraced it." We embraced yeah, it, absolutely. yeah. We
2: definitely embraced it, and uh, so we're using them eight times, I believe, right? So um, this open will go. All those That's eight cool. times as well, so if you don't see it Saturday okay. you'll be able to see it another time but
0: there we go. um yeah. So I'm at the game Friday. Okay. I'm gonna see a totally different show yes. Friday night from yep. to Saturday night. Correct. Wow. And we have to find time to
2: rehearse that how do you in Because between...
0: 'cause I'm in the I'm doing radio in the afternoons, I'm watching you guys do yep. all your, your, your yep. stuff and rehearsals and everything is rehearsed every day. Yep to make sure and keep it tight. How do you how do you do that? Do a whole different show the next night? Uh, Adele's not doing that. Adele's not doing that. Uh, <laughs> quickly
2: would be the answer. Yeah. Uh, with the Thanksgiving holiday in there, too. Yeah. We're not calling anyone in on Thanksgiving, obviously. We wouldn't do that. But uh, we're going to have to find some time, I think, after the game Friday where a bunch of us are kind of staying back and going to reverse it. Yeah, because it's yeah. a 5 o'clock game Friday. Yeah. So we'll have we'll get out a little bit early there. And then Saturday we'll be in super early and, and make sure everything's running, projections working, and, and videos timing out correctly. And um, Like I said, we're filming tonight, so it's a really, really – Fast and, and quick turnaround, but we're excited.
0: Do you know exactly what you're doing tonight, or is part of it going to be on the fly? Oh, this might be neat. So it's funny. A lot of our opens. We i ha- bet you the camera people don't think it's funny.
2: <laughs> no, they, Jeff, Jeff behind the camera. Jeff back. He, there's his hand. Yeah, he, he knows all about it. Uh, we're big on improv, and yeah. we have an idea. We have a plan, and, and we go in and execute it. And normally for our opens or any shoot that we're on, um, eh, we get the plan, but. We kind of again improv kind of on the spot, oh, this angle would be cool for tonight, we have two hours, and that's all we have to mm-hmm. shoot shoot the open tonight, so we were actually sh- uh, making a shot list uh, just before I came on here, uh, to make sure that we have all of our shots because we have to be
0: so quick and concise
2: shot, tonight.
1: Shot, shot, shots again, is shot, shot. Yeah, shot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I love, John. Hey,
3: hey,
0: give me some love on that one. That, that was really good. <laughs> Connecting the dots right there. There you go.
2: I love it. <laughs> um, but yes, so we have a shot list. So everything's going to be pretty planned out for tonight, just because it kind of has to be. But the idea we have is pretty set in stone, and uh, we're gonna have three cameras shooting it. So we'll just overshoot heck out of it and in the edit room
0: um our poor editors will have to go through <laughs> a lot
2: of stuff but
0: so what you would shoot tonight is for nitron correct we'll go on yeah. nitron yeah then you've got the projection and everything that goes on the ice and yes. in the stands what's the challenge in making those two work leaning on one more than the other or uh, I, I would get that would get complicated for me.
2: It, yeah, it it definitely is. I think for this one that we have coming up, we have a really good balance between the live video and the live on ice projection. Everything. The projection, our great uh, graphics guys Dan and Jalen, they've been working on the projection for, I think like two two and a half weeks now, um, and it's I can't say. <laughs> um, they're recreating. Oh, close. They're recreating a lot of really cool. Vegas landmarks with mm, it. Um, that's vague enough, I think. Um, but yeah, so they've been working <laughs> on that for two and a half weeks. And the way we kind of do it is we'll say, okay, we have uh, the open's going to be this long, we need this much time for ice projection, and we kind of segment it out. So there's when you watch it, you'll see that there's like really three segments, three acts of ice projection. There's an act one that takes this long. There's an act two that takes this long. An act three, the final, takes this long. And there's different things that happen in each of those acts. And it's it's actually pretty clear cut, kind of where those acts start and end, which is kind of cool. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll see what see what it looks like.
0: You get to say and scene
2: uh, tonight. I, tonight, really? I, well, yeah, yeah, <laughs> and cut and scene and action, the whole thing. Yeah, yeah.
1: Take Forty (laughs) Two, (laughs) Millard. You're not
0: far off from that. World's worst when it comes to taping things. World's worst. We're
2: a bunch of film guys over there, so we we do. We love it. Yeah, so it's great. Yeah.
0: I had a friend who remember the Seattle one. You would uh, Tyler for sure, uh, senior manager, entertainment experience. Uh, That opening uh, for the Kraken game last year was spectacular. It it went viral. Yeah. But I had a buddy works over in our office whose daughter was at that game and she was like freaked out because the the octopus or whatever came up and she thought the octopus was down there all the time <laughs> like it was but it was because it was so real yeah yeah, yeah you yeah. you must be like for these opportunities must get almost giddy
2: yeah it's super cool to be able to create stories and we really enjoyed the kraken one because it's kind of I don't want to say petty, but we got to introduce the Kraken. Yeah. To, to no, no, entirely, it's not petty at all. No. Right? So, That's a win, buddy. Yeah. yeah. That's a win. So, so I think that was really cool uh, that we were able to do that. And, and, and for this one, oh, there, yeah, there it
1: is right there.
0: On the stream, if you're watching the stream, you yeah. can see the Kraken uh, yeah. uh, opening. Look, that that, Our was, that was a night, right? <laughs> right.
1: And, and like you said, what, a, what a new franchise, and you guys get to be the ones to, to bring it into the NHL. Very yeah. unique and well, well, well done. So Thank you. Thank you. Do you, you think – Saturday goes
0: has the potential to go viral, like what we saw from the Kraken.
1: So
2: we never do anything for the intention of going viral. We we hope that it gets the. You should watch my pres- Instagram because that's all I do. <laughs> we hope that it gets the attention uh, from other people around the league. But I, more importantly, I think the fans are going to really, really enjoy this. They're really going to love it. They're going to have a. Uh, they're. I think they're going to have a great time. Uh, we're really looking forward to it. We've had the state circled on our calendars for a long time. So,
1: Did you coordinate with the, the folks at Kraken? Because that's very similar to what they ended up doing all year long for their Open.
2: We did not coordinate with them at all, no. So they, but we beat them. We well, did beat them. We did. You, beat you gave them, them some good them.
1: ideas, too, by the I, way. Because yeah. <laughs> I, I saw their Open when we were up there last year on the road, and it was like, hmm.
2: I think I've seen that before. Maybe maybe we bring that back when we
0: play Seattle again this year. Maybe just just a one off, just just for old times' sake. <laughs> I, I'd, I'd be fine with it. Hey, see see what we did before you guys did it. That yeah, great. we have exactly. uh, we have gifts for people too. Uh, yeah, on Saturday.
2: I think so. Yeah, I think Swag. our our marketing uh, team
0: is. Been
2: working on putting something on the seats for everyone.
0: It's going um, to be a glow in the dark rally towel. I, that's it. Right? You were trying yeah. to pretend you hadn't been sure. told. I was trying. I was. Trying I've to been be- given clearance. Oh, all
2: right. If you, hey, <laughs> you got the clearance. That's. fine I hope me. I've been. I'm
0: just want to reread <laughs> this. You can mention with Okay. Good. Yep. I, I didn't blow it. <laughs> <laughs> this won't be my last time. Please do not say that. <laughs> <laughs> a glow-in-the-dark rally towel. So yeah. Yeah, if, even if you you're not one of the lucky, fortunate people to get one of the authentic right. DGK, uh reverse retro
1: jerseys, you'll still have an opportunity. Either to way, uh, you'll
2: be a part of the show, and it'll be a super cool moment. Yeah. Are you working that
1: night? I am uh, Darren Elliott. I'm added to the uh, broadcast with Shane and Dave, and one of us will be between the benches, either myself or or the sheriff. Um, it's up to him, obviously. <laughs> but it's going to be so cool to be part of that. So you'll yeah. be
0: glowing, regardless. Just be oh, with those guys, oh, absolutely. right?
1: Absolutely. I'm, I'm part of the part of the team. No,
0: I'm curious. But we got Tyler here from yeah. the entertainment side of it. As an athlete, some yeah. guys don't care at all. Other athletes really
1: embrace something neat like this reverse retro jersey. Well, well, Where what were you? I on the end of the bench, so I always was. <laughs> I was always really. I always thought that doing interviews was part of the gig, yeah. and I was always really interested in everything that goes into an arena event.
0: Did you like new jerseys, different jerseys? Well, we
1: didn't do that much no. back when I played, but I, I enjoyed the, the promotions, mm-hmm. um, especially when you're in the American Hockey League. That's a big part of, well, even at the NHL level now, every game has to have some kind of a giveaway, a promotion, a reason yeah. to be there. Um, I always found that fascinating. Everybody, so many people involved in putting on a hockey game, not just the players.
0: You know what I would like yeah. to do? I would like you to bring one of your King jerseys, your okay. LA King sweaters, yeah. and I want to weigh it compared to the reverse retro jersey yeah. that the guys will wear I on, can do that. on Saturday. Because that'd be kind of neat to I see the, the difference because the the material. Better if uh, we were playing the Kings, but <laughs> be, I, I know. But I, I yeah, I know. I get, get you. You didn't play for Vegas then, did you? No, no. Uh, no. Tyler. Before I let you go, yeah, uh, do you feel pressure? When something like this comes up, and that's—it's an absolute—we've had some Hmm. fun here, but that's a serious question. You guys have raised the bar so high, right? Do you feel it a
2: little bit? Do you get nervous? I I don't. I don't know. I think we just have so much fun and i think yeah. that's a big focus of the organization this year too is bringing back you see in some of the golden age golden tv age. spots we've come up with just having that's fun. all you right yeah oh yeah, yeah. yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. That's all. oh yeah oh yeah oh so yeah no, don't we,
0: worry not whoever, not whoever comes on next i'm gonna say the same thing too so just to just to, <laughs> so so embrace that, it we're
1: gonna have to loosen up you and i yeah <laughs> <laughs> i got hoodies coming like i wear the hoodie did you like the hoodie The hoodie's great yeah exactly yeah,
2: yeah. no but that is a huge uh department uh, team up there, yeah. Bring that, back the fun. Those are those are great. The Golden Age spots are great. And I think as long as we're having fun, that gets reflected in the yeah. show and what we do, how we do it. And I think, I hope that the fans kind of can feel that energy as well and, and take it in.
0: I, I don't think the fun ever left your department, to be, to be perfectly yeah. honest. Like you guys, uh, your whole ter- men, women, are all so amazing. We went through a challenging environment knows, last year fun a, goes as, better with winning as a yeah. hockey team w- with all the injuries but right being able to have fun and a win is pretty cool
2: well also too, uh, keep in mind we did half a season almost a full season with 20 percent capacity 50 percent right. capacity all so that affects us too so we had to try and figure out other creative ways to to keep the crowd engaged and, and keep them having fun and i think yeah like during that whole time it, it kind of really went away just Based on variables outside of our control. But we're super excited now to obviously be in the golden age and, and be ready to, to hit the ground running on a bunch of new and exciting stuff.
0: Well, we did our part doing the wave up in section 117. <laughs> when, before we let you go now, when can I pencil Elliot in to do the siren?
2: I think all There's... of our November sirens are booked, but oh, starting in buddy. December, oh, I, we yeah, have a Christmas couple of spots. Oh, there you go. There you go. Put you in a Santa hat.
1: Perfect. Elf, <laughs> he lo- elf, he
2: elf, loves dressing don't. up.
0: <laughs> I put him in a football helmet, a Nighthawks helmet one night, oh, I love <laughs> and he said, that won't happen again. I'll do it once. That won't happen <laughs> we get again. The, uh, uh, yeah. We'll catch you on the siren. Tyler Ferrer, Senior Manager, Entertainment Experience with the Vegas Golden Knights. Have some uh, great uh, times this week. you got three games of four nights with a launch, and we can't wait to see it. Uh, Absolutely. Uh, Thank you so much. You guys have done such a great job that it's just going to be such uh, anticipation. Thank Appreciate you. It. Thank you. Appreciate it. There's Tyler Farrell on nighttime at noon. Uh, Golden Knights fans in need of some new gear for the next game or – games. Show your VGK spirit. Visit one of the Vegas Golden Knights official team stores. The Armory, located at Mobile Arena. The Arsenal at City National Arena. The Livery at Lifeguard Arena. And the Saddlery at the Dollar Loan Center to get the most exclusive gear. Visit our website, vegasteamstore.com or our social media at VGK Gear to get the latest updates and gear. We're back. Uh, Gary Lawless is going to join the show in a little bit on Nighttime at Noon. Live from City National Arena, this is Nighttime at Noon on Fox Sports Las Vegas. If you're a a schedule geek like I am, it's Darren Millard at City National Arena inside Studio 31 with Nighttime at Noon ahead of the Golden Knights against the Vancouver Canucks tonight. You can listen to it. Uh, The pregame show will actually be at 6.30 this evening. It's a half-hour later, 6.30 to 7.30 with Ryan Wallace and then the game. Uh, the VGK Insider Show will take to the air at 5 o'clock. Mention the schedule, geek, uh, Part of me. Uh, you go by days in the National Hockey League. You get into the routine, the flow of it. Uh, Monday's soft. Tuesdays and Thursdays are crazy busy in the National Hockey League. Wednesday's quiet because it's a national right. TV night, so they have exclusive rights to that. And then Saturday's very busy. You look at the schedule tonight, and it's jammed because of, U.S. Thanksgiving, right. and it always jumps out at you. You're like, what's what's going on? What's happening? Um, so we got a lot of different uh, games to uh, to get to. We'll give you some uh, some little tidbits uh, to it. How about this one? The Hurricanes. This gets to days of the week again. Carolina Hurricanes take on the Winnipeg Jets tonight. The Hurricanes are six five and three on every day that doesn't include Monday. So Tuesday to Sunday, they're six five and three. They're roll on Mondays. That is the goofiest, geekiest stat going.
1: It's a geeky stat. I don't know. You didn't want to argue with me on that one, did you? No. And, and, and again, those kinds of things, there's no rhyme or reason to it. Like, they're just numbers. You know another one like that, that fits into that? Sure.
0: Power play percentage or penalty killing percentage, home versus the road. That one confuses me because okay. power play is the one where – you have all the advantage. It's not like you are six against five and a half right. at home or anything like that. It should be almost the same. I've never understood why there's a big difference or discrepancy with teams, whether they're at home or on the road in the power play.
1: Maybe there's a little more to that in terms of getting fancy things that you want to do, just keeping it simpler on the road mm. so you're better on a PK. Yeah. So there's those kinds of things that might play into it, but Again, I just think it's you geeking out on numbers that are relatively random.
0: I like it when I are in our pre-show <laughs> meetings uh, that we have mostly on text now, and I'll <laughs> I'll suggest a couple of things to producers, and then Darren Elliott will say, "What is that?" <laughs> like I'll get a side text. Well, well, because what it, is that?
1: I, I do. I don't mind it. Like I, it's like, oh, that's really insightful. You've okay, never I, said
0: that. You've never said, <laughs> "Oh, that's really insightful." Let me go. Let me go study. Yes. It,
1: but instead, it's like. Well, okay, I'm going to have to talk about this. I'm either going to have to <laughs> yeah. How am I going to talk?
0: Well, That's what it comes
1: down well, it's to. It does. It's yeah. like, okay, well, how can you really justify this being in a show? Mm-hmm. You can't. <laughs>
0: okay, here's one. Vegas Golden Knights had the most points in the National Hockey League this year trailing at any point in the third period.
1: That's valid. That's There's some good stuff there. How do you explain their success? Because they roll four lines. They wear teams down. There's lots of things that you can, you know, eyeball test without analytics that that might be something that doesn't surprise me because they have four lines they have they play a relatively balanced and they can get balanced scoring as a result so you can trail and games haven't gotten away from them so it's been a one goal deficit so they've been able to come back I, that's that's good stuff there
0: Jonathan Marshall will play his 500th NHL game tonight.
1: That's huge. Uh, and Vancouver's at eight goals is most of uh, any golden night against uh, the Vancouver uh, Canucks. 16 points tied with uh, his linemate. So if you're looking for uh, a line that might do some uh, damage in this game, look to the misfits. They've been good. They might have a breakthrough, uh, a breakthrough night tonight against the Canucks. One of
0: my favorite things with uh, Marchessault is he's never far removed from cutting his teeth and cracking the National Hockey League. Yeah. Uh, he knows it was a challenge. Oh yeah, He knows coaches didn't give him that clean, golden path uh, to the NHL. So he holds that and uses it as motivation. 500 games? It's a big thing to him tonight. It,
1: it should be for, for anyone who's ever laced him up. 500 NHL games, especially when you're an undersized guy that everybody said, yeah, yeah, that was a fluky year. Yeah, no, he, he can't do it. It's not sustainable. He's proven everybody wrong.
0: Alex Petrangelo will hit 900 games Wednesday.
1: The way he plays the game, I know he plays a lot. of. He just knows how to pace himself. Like mm-hmm. the guys that play on that back end, it's an old school way of playing. You can play lots of minutes. You know, it's not all out all the time. He could play another 900 games the way he plays. Do you know who reminds me when you talk about pacing? Hmm. Chris
0: Chelios. Yeah. That guy, he could pace. him Pronger could well, pace himself. For, for sure. Like, I, I'm,
1: I'm even going to go further back just in terms of style of play. Denny Potman. Okay. Uh, that's who I think of when I see Petrangelo. Didn't have a big slapper, good wrist shot. Could play in the trenches, but preferred to take plays, you know, up ice and make moves up ice. Um, but all those are – like Hall of Fame guys we just talked about. <laughs> pop quiz now.
0: You you mentioned a couple of names there. Okay. Denny Potvin, Chris Pronger, mm-hmm. and Chris Chelios. Not yep. really a pop quiz, more of a question to you. Who is the
1: meanest out of those three? Boy. Um, you like to say that's a tie? Uh, honestly, they were like, in their own way. Chelios might be third in that vote. Yeah. And he could give it to you. He could stick you. Pronger was Dirty, right? And Danny Potvin, mean as a snake, right? And, and and just as solid for that era in terms of build and man strength as it gets. Uh, I don't know, Chelios was pretty, pretty mean, but I, I'd have to go with Pronger just because of the dirtiness. Put him over the top, and he was bigger than both the other guys.
0: Okay, we got to take a break. Uh, Hotel California, spectacular Hotel California in Santa Barbara. California is a crown jewel of the Foley Entertainment Group, located right by the ocean. Experience oceanside views. You've been there like 20 times, and haven't invited me once just to hang out with you. 121 luxury guest rooms and suites. Uh, taste the region's finest wine at the Society State and Mason Tasting Room. Society State and Tasting, uh, Society State and Mason Tasting Room. Uh, I haven't. Can you tell I haven't been there yet?
1: You didn't uh, write that. That's 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 a tongue twister. Right it is there. a
0: tongue twister. You could. If I wrote it, it'd be like. <laughs> (laughs) spaced out by 15 uh, different dots in there as well. Uh, Unparalleled massages at uh, Majorelle, uh, all in the heart of the American Riviera. Designed for domestic and international guests alike, Hotel Californian is the perfect destination for any traveler seeking a -a one-of-a-kind luxury experience. Visit HotelCalifornia.com today and book your next stay. Go to the Society, State and Mason Tasting Room. Well done! Yeah, yeah. Get better little practice. Yeah, can't fool me four <laughs> times. Uh, we've got Gary Lawless coming up from Vancouver ahead of tonight's game against the Canucks. It's Nighttime at Noon on Fox Sports Las Vegas. We're back to Nighttime at Noon on your home for the Vegas Golden Knights, Fox Sports Las Vegas. Golden Knight fans can't get enough of hockey. Come check out the Henderson Silver Knights of the American Hockey League playing at the Dollar Loan Center in Henderson. Single game, group, and mini suite tickets for home games. This season, on sale now. Contact Henderson Silver Knights ticketing Team, 702-645-4259, or visit HendersonSilverKnights.com. Uh They split a home-and-home series this past weekend with Ontario. Darren Elliott's having pen problems. He's, he's going over to the reserve set. Uh, I'll uh, take it from here. Let's bring in Gary Lawless, who's in Vancouver, perusing the lower mainland of BC. Uh, you got any scoops for us tonight for the uh, game against the Canucks?
3: Um, I don't know. I don't know what you know, Darren. <laughs> looks like Jake LeCision will, uh, will draw in. And uh, looks like uh, Logan Thompson will be in net. And on the Vancouver side, it looks like uh, Hoglander is out and Pod Colson is in. Pod Colson has had a, uh, an eye injury. He got in a fight with A.J. Greer uh, in Pittsburgh, sorry, in Boston and uh, when they fell to the ice, uh, Greer's hand got uh, kind of in his eyebrow and, uh, and cut him really bad, so he's just getting back from that injury.
0: I'm glad that didn't happen when you beat me up at that
3: well, yeah. fan fest
0: a couple of years ago. <laughs> I didn't
3: beat you up. That was just a little friendly pillow fight.
0: Well, I never want to have a pillow fight again. Darren Elliott's with me in Studio 31.
3: Hi, Darren. Hi,
1: Gary. How was the uh, Great Cup? Uh, I know you guys got together on the road with, uh, with the crew. How was that was a yeah, it, it
3: was a really fun day. It wasn't the yeah. outcome that I was hoping for, and yeah. uh, I've been getting razzed by the players all day long. <laughs> I, I actually have a, a, a royal blue blazer on today, and uh, I walked into the dressing room after the skate, and uh, I got uh, I got hammered by the uh, by the Golden Knights players. So I think some of them actually uh, may have. Uh, <laughs> Invested on the Blue Bombers the way I got treated this morning.
0: <laughs> oh, you led them astray. <laughs> um, we were at Hammers in yeah. Henderson uh, at, at oh, our great. own Great Cup party yesterday. Yeah. So it was, it, was a, it was a lot of fun. Been showing
1: by the VGK alumni, Randy Burridge, Rod Buskus, Jeff, Jeff Sharples. Sharples. Yeah, year, year, Sharples good. That yeah,
3: Hammer's place. That's where Sharples and Buskey hang out, right? That's <laughs> their
0: spot. Yeah, we had a, we had a really good time. Ray Algard, yeah. uh, CFL Hall of Famer, was there as well. Hey, uh, talking about uh, the change, potential change up front with Jake. Uh, this has been a long time coming. He's been patient uh, uh, with this to get up there and and get going. Uh, where do you think he and what do you think he has to do? Well, I
3: think Jake has to play his game. Uh, the one thing about him is. Uh, he, he's got a great motor. He's really smart. Jake won't hurt you. Can he help you at the NHL NHL level? Is the question right? Can he Can he add some offense? And uh, and uh, and I think he's going to be with with Cotter and Kessel. So that's the uh, uh, that's that's the question. Uh, he's been able to do it at, at the American League level. It's funny, you know. He it took him a while at, at, at in the Western Hockey League as a junior player. To get going offensively, his first couple of years, you know, he, he was good but didn't produce. And then all of a sudden, bang, he's a twenty-goal guy. And I, you know, that's the question for him: is is he ever going to be able to do to do more than uh, than check? Can he create a little bit? And uh, um, he's getting a chance to play with pretty offensive players tonight. Uh, Cotter, who he's familiar with, yeah. and uh, and Phil Kessel is uh, obviously Phil Kessel.
1: Well, I think that's a good point you just brought up, Gary, that at the AHL level, Cotter and LeCision, they have some good chemistry. And I think there's yeah. going to be a comfort level um, in terms of them hunting the puck. They're very good in tandem at that. So I, I'm looking forward to seeing them have an instant chemistry and how that relates to, to, to Phil being on that line with them.
3: Uh, Brett Howden, uh, you know, he looked really good with the fourth line. Yeah. I picked up an assist uh you know, I, I before the game I was talking to Kelly McCrimmon a little bit about Brett, and uh, you know, I just sort of you know you wonder if the offense is ever gonna gonna turn on for him. It, it did last year, but when it did last year, it was when he was playing with uh, Carrier and Kolasar on that fourth line. He he looked more comfortable with those players uh, against the Oilers, and that that line was. Uh, was dangerous uh, throughout the game. They, they did a really good job. Brett didn't fool around. out. When he got the puck, he got it in and then got on his horse and went after it.
0: What's the atmosphere like in Vancouver?
3: Uh, it's not good. Uh, it is, um, you know, you, 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 you go in the room and the, the players are all saying the right things. But, uh, you know, Bruce Boudreau, who's won 600 games in the NHL, 600-plus, by the way, he's doing his, uh, his little media briefing and, uh, you know, halfway through it, the question comes at him. You know, do you and the players talk about, uh, the fact that your, your job's on the line right now? And, uh, so the, the obvious answer is no. And Bruce says we talk about, you know, doing what we need to do to win, but it's no secret. Jim Rutherford and Patrick Galvin, uh, Bruce isn't their guy. And, uh, you know, I don't think there's any question that they weren't already pay- paying Travis Green his salary that they, they would have convinced ownership that they needed to fire Bruce and would have gone another way. And so, listen, coaches, you guys know this as well as me, coaches sign up to be fired, but they sign up to be fired in a, in a certain way. It's like when Gerard got, got fired by, by Florida. They, it was terrible the way they did it, right? We fired them over the phone. You, you, you know, when you're on the road and you're going to fire a coach, you wait till you get to the next city. You get the plane tickets ready. You have a limousine ready. You bring the guy up to your suite. You fire him and you say, we've got a ticket for you to get you to, you know, wherever you want to go. And we've got a car for you. There's no embarrassment. It's done in a professional manner. Well, Bruce, Cat, Bruce Boudreau has been left a twist in the wind basically since the start of the season here. And uh, even in the offseason, when they didn't extend them the way they did things, it's been, uh, I don't i don't think it's the way you want to do it.
0: Well, I know it's only radio or the stream, but uh, we've got a car for you as well. Uh, because we got to fly. <laughs>
3: See you, boys. Thanks hey, you everybody.
0: Uh, there's Gary Lawless, VGK Insider, uh, co-host of Lawless and Order on at and Sportsnet and the analyst on all games on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Always good to hear from the lawman. Awesome stuff today uh, with Tyler Ferraro as well as Gary Lawless and the hockey talk with the entertainment mixed in. Uh, so much fun going into a busy week for the Vegas Golden Knights on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Three games this week.